get that Well, this is JB's Driving Podcast. We are back. We never left, sir. We never left, yeah. We haven't missed a week yet. No, and we, we, no, we haven't. No. No, we haven't. No, no va- we take vacation at their leisure. Well, in your case, you had a, a nice vacation. Yes, I did. I actually enjoyed my vacation probably for the first time in a long, long time. I cannot remember enjoying a vacation more than my week at Ocean City, Maryland. Well, I thought you went to Saudi Arabia, Morocco. and No, no, no. That was the tour right before my vacation. Oh, okay. And did the girls make it back? No. And sadly, they unfortunately were arrested for <laughs> not wearing hijabs and had their clits removed. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, and I was just like, you countries. know what? I'm leaving now. You're leaving now? And that was... I'm at- done. That was after the fight with Cat Stevens, right? Well, they threw me off of a roof because I kept saying, I love big black dick. And I then when I tried to tell him it was a joke, it was too late. Yes. I said, it's part of the show. It's part of the show. Part, part of the show. It's part of the show. I, there's supposed to be two ladies here with yes. me. It kind of offsets the I love big black dicks thing, but you guys caught off their clits and put them in jail. So I don't know what to do. Yeah. So well, they threw me off of a building. And luckily, I landed in hay because apparently, all, all the entire horses. goddamn place is full of hay and dirt. Like there's no Sand. real roads; it's just sandy, Sand. dirty roads. Yes. And it's like a it's a pile of dirt on the road, and, and then there's like piles of camel hay shit everywhere. Camel shit all well, the camel the shit. Apparently, weirdly enough. In one of the countries I was in, I don't really recall at this point in time because I was kind of just running for my life. Right. I got stuck in this small village. Okay. Okay, and that's where I met Jatuto. Jatuto, yes. Yeah, Jatuto. I believe he saved my life, but unfortunately... The poison dart got to you, right? No, 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 no. It wasn't the poison dart. He made me eat the camel shit. Oh. It was like part of his family heritage to eat the camel shit. So me and Jatuto had boiled camel shit, and that was the worst part of the trip for me. That was the worst part of the trip? Yeah, because I really didn't know the women, you know, yeah, and fuck them. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm fine. Well, I'm, I'm here. I'm getting phone calls from the Gold Club, and they want to know where they're at, and I'm kind of brushing them off. I didn't think it was my responsibility well, to make not. sure they made it back. Well, it's not, but they still want to know where they're at. So, so once I got back from that trip, um, and I, you know, took a nice cold shower and uh, brushed my teeth a couple times. I then took my family down to Ocean City, Maryland, and spent the week there. Put the past behind you. Yes, right? it was great. It was wonderful. I can see that. That's, that's good, though. That's good. Yeah. So. so beer and bacon's beer, boobs and bacon. Beer, beer. Yeah, beer, boobs and bacon is uh, going to be canceled. How the bacon go over? We are not. It's it's. <laughs> I have to say. The Muslims did not enjoy the bacon. They didn't? No. We were we had you know those t-shirt cannons? Yes. We would ball the bacon up into a t-shirt cannon and just shoot it at the people, but not in the back. Like we would just literally the guy in the third row and just just ball it up and shoot it like like this delicious bacon. Literally kill somebody. Maple and it was the maple bacon. We really spent some money on this stuff, right? I I don't know if it was maple bacon. I don't really know. Honestly, 
you were in charge of the budgeting and the purchasing. Yes. So I was just there, my pretty face. We had the maple bacon, and we had the, the sage um, sausage ones. Oh. That you're supposed to put up the as well. We ate the sausage. We ate the sausage? Yeah. Yeah, we ate the sausage before it even started. You know how I am. I love that lean, long meat. It happens. It slides right down your throat. It does. We've, yep. we've established that in previous episodes now. Because you don't have your passport right now, you are going to be going to the Essex laser tag, followed by the horn. Dude, horn I'm getting fucked. Well, why is it that I have to go to all these places? I have things to do. So do I. I'm supervising from afar. But yeah, it's just kind of like when we owned the fucking t-shirt company, and I had to go to all these fucking places. Right. But you are the thing is, son but, of a bitch. But you, but in honest, in all honesty, you're the star of the show. I don't think so. I it's think called so. JB's Drive-In. That's People want to see JB. You're the one that came up. That I am just the, you know, I am the, you know, the, the guy the that's you know drives us there, and yes. I'm the one that sits in the fucking trunk, so we don't have to pay the entrance the, fee. The gutter. But yeah, but so Essex Laser Tag, okay, followed by a Horn and Horn Smorgasbord. That's set I didn't up for know this there was any Horn and Horns left. Yeah, man, they got all you can eat um, rib meat. Oh, okay, okay. We're joined by uh, oh, our yeah. good pal, yeah, Scott, Scott Sugar Tits. Uh, Scott just got back from... Hey, guys. Uh, thanks. thanks for that introduction. Scott, you just got back from uh, Paris, right? And you celebrating the United States women's team. Uh, That's right, man. Go USA. Protesting with them and all that Go stuff. Go USA. I don't, pay. I don't get these people that cheer against America. I, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. but I'm, I saw you doing cartwheels with them. And, That's right. You know, you, you, you know, they're the best team in America right now, even yeah. though... So competition, another uh, JV level competition out there. Yeah. You know, it's kind of it's kind of like seeing you know uh, United States basketball in the Olympics. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But, I agree. But you know, they deserve equal pay, even though they get more. make well, one tenth of the money that the men's team makes. Even though the men's team didn't even make the fucking mm-hmm. thing this year. Yeah. They didn't. No, they and did not. They women's team only made approximately. It was like thirty some percent. Yeah, like thirty six, I think, mm-hmm. percent in comparison. Actually, they make more percentage, but no, no, I'm not talking about their wage. I'm oh. talking about overall. The men's team made X amount, mm-hmm. and the women's team only made about thirty six percent of what yeah. the men's the team money, made. Right. Yeah, even for advertising and for yeah. like viewership and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, because you know, because nobody gives a shit. But anyway, I'm glad that uh, Scott's here after that um, celebration. Saw him up in New York carrying the signs, pink signs, and all that. It's really good of you. Well, I mean, my travels really don't compare to Paul's. No, it's, well, no, he's it's Paul. I heard they're they're starting a new show about your oh, they your are? travels on the History Channel. It's Why like not? a new. <laughs> I heard you got a new deal with a for a. Well, they aren't paying show. me. They might be filming me. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's an heir apparent to Anthony Bourdain, right? That's what I'm hearing. Well, I strange, am strange thinking places. about starting a heroin addiction. <laughs> so maybe. Well, speaking of heroin addiction, oh, before we get get to the crow, which we're covering today, which we didn't even announce. Um, yeah, we didn't announce it because my stupid ass forgot during the last show what we were going to do. Yeah, next. yeah, we we forgot. Even though you're in charge of that. Well, yeah. you guys haven't had an idea usually the last. No, four we or five actually shows. had. I told you we had like eight or nine shows p- planned out. We have almost all the way through December planned yeah. out, but for some reason we forgot the crow, dude. It's the crow. It was supposed to be Demolition Man, but now it's Avatar. Then it's Demolition Man. Then right. it's Rambo uh, First okay, Blood. Okay, okay, yeah. Then we have um, 
Uh, Star Wars was in December. We have, uh, shit, what was the other one? So um, we're in mid-December, September now. Yeah, but we had we had uh, a Friday the 13th that was supposed I to hit in September October. I think that's September 13th. No, I think that's, we're doing Friday the 13th because there's a Friday the 13th in September. Okay, is that when we moved it to? I knew yeah. we had the first one lined you up. You like how I did that because it's Friday the 13th and there's a Friday the 13th? Yeah, I love it. I, think, I love it, I yes. think it's a I great it's marketing great. idea. Yeah, you know, I it hashtag works. it when I, mean, I get on Twitter. Worked with, with Halloween and yeah, Independence Day. Independence Day was yeah. Yeah, it works like that way. Like yeah, yeah. But like that. That was one of the ones we were going to do, right. and then there was um, we had a couple other ones. I can't think of them right now. We had them written down somewhere, but somewhere. we had most of them almost the almost, rest of the year done. Almost planned out. Almost planned out. We we Lost also decided because of Ace Ventura that. I wanted to it will not be <laughs> a comedy. Doing yeah. another comedy for no. a while. No, no, comedies just don't work for the show. They really don't. They, I think they don't. I would love to do a drama. I think that beaches. We could kill We're doing a fucking... beaches. We are going to do beaches. Well, the the funnier the the movie you cover, I think the less funny your show because because yeah, it's you take a serious movie, you can poke fun at it. You can, you know, they're trying to be serious, and you can pull apart. All the flaws in the movie. Yeah, when it's a comedy, especially a really the flaws don't matter. Stupid comedy. The logic doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. We to kept really on pull saying apart. that. Like the the logic for to be Ace serious. Ventura was just it's not yeah. even there. Yeah, yeah. Y- it didn't make any sense. And who gave a shit? I mean, you have a guy talking out his ass, and what what can you say about it? You know, there's yeah. T- literally, that's the show. That's this show as well. You can't make fun of a guy talking out of his ass when you have three guys talking out of their asses. It doesn't work that way. More it's, or less. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. So Ace, so Ventura, Ace Ventura, was there anything left to say about no, that? No, not nothing. I mean, nothing. honestly, it was our shortest show. It was very short. I, I don't think we've ever gone Dude, that short. The first, now, when we were recording this, the first part came out. The second part scheduled to come out next week. The first part didn't have any part of the movie in it. Right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And I kept and I said something about that, if I recall. Yeah. It just, like, I was like, aren't we like 45 minutes in? We haven't talked about the damn movie yet? Yeah. We, so we did talk about comedy a lot, which I thought was... was was pretty cool. You know, we talked about the 80s, and you talked about the TNA movie. The, let me tell you something. The way that tits and ass rolls off her tongue, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Shakespearean, it almost. Is. He, the, the, I love the tits and ass. See? See? I like how you guys are talking about how comedies have changed and how they basically don't make comedies now like the way they used to do them in the 80s and yeah. 70s. I mean, you know, you have things like a, a movies like Porky's or Revenge of the Nerds, they would never make today. It's an ace. Yeah, it really doesn't. There was, you know, it doesn't really happen. And excess nudity and like I said, there was the resurgence in the late '90s, but it was mostly comedic. It was like American Pie, right? The American Pie. It was a lot of dick. To be honest with you, it was a lot of dick. They kept showing, you know, the 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 high school movie, um, American Pie. No, 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 no. The other one. God damn it. It was the spoof movie. Not another teen movie. Okay. Where they have that whole scene f- taken straight out of... Uh, 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 Boogie Nights. No, dude. Out of the football movie. Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah. Remember the chick had the cream? Right. Yeah. The, well, then in that movie, he has they it on his ass, guy. and he's got the banana shoved up his ass. <laughs> I mean, it, it's that that's kind of the comedy that they were going with at that time. And then, and then that movie started with the girl like masturbating in the bed and the, the whole family came in and she had the vibrator on 
under the sheets and the whole because it was her birthday so the whole family comes in like one after another then the grandmother comes in and the grandfather comes in it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Scott's just shaking his head like I don't. But there was no I, nudity. I haven't seen that movie. So. You never, you never saw any female nudity. You right. would see male nudity in those, and it was that's just kind of where it went. Like, um, the uh, the sex drive, there was nudity in that one, but there was it's just like little ones here and there. Yeah. But most of the time, it, you're, they gotten completely away from that. But anyway, who gives a shit? Yeah, we talked about that last yeah. time. We don't have a lot of rated R comedies anymore. Like that, yeah. Know. No. No, I mean, the rated R comedies are like Apatow's Deadpool. comedies. Or Apatow. True, yeah, that's true. That's it. Yeah, that's I mean, it. Apatow's got most of them. The yeah. Knocked Up. Yeah. And the only crew. nudity you're going to see in that is, you know, some fat, dumb guy. Yeah. Unless it's something like old school where then they release an un- unrated version and then... Well, there was a bunch of nudity in that, but, but there was a lot of male nudity in it as well. But I think they put most of it in the unrated version. It wasn't in what was no, released not the, the release theater. version. No, and that that's something that that's, that's uh, interestingly sort of thing, enough, doing two versions of the movie. The cutscenes from the Crow tonight, mm-hmm. when we get around to talking about them, it's interesting what got cut out of the movie. Oh yeah, did you you did your research too? So it's just yeah. the DVD comedy. Yeah, so we are doing the Crow. I think the Crow because all three of us here. Um, now you guys are substantially older than I am. Um, but we're all, I would say, grew up, matured in the 90s. Maybe, Scott, a little bit late 80s for you. Sure. Sure, sure. Uh, but I think, you know, looking back at, at the movie like The Crow, I think The Crow really captures the time period. Yeah. Like the, the Crow oh, it definitely does. Is, definitely there does. is no better movie for the early 90s. Especially when you're representing, like, that alt music yep. scene. Right. It I is think just, it's the best it's not the best, but it is definitely in my top ten soundtracks. So I, I turned it on the other night and I started texting Jimmy because I had I had forgotten um, so much of the music. The music about yeah, the this music's movie. great. Sky here's the cure. I'm looking through Bam, erection. I mean, these are just the bands. Some of the bands that were on it. You had the Cure. You had Stone Temple Pilots. Sweet, Violent Femmes. Nine Inch Nails. Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. Jesus and Mary Chain. That's uh, Rollins Band mm-hmm. and. Paul's favorite breakfast spot, Pantera. Oh yeah, yeah. See, Pantera. Yeah, he he, he is a, he is the Pantera was the soundtrack. Yeah, they really? had a song in there. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, they were great. That was a great soundtrack. Yeah. The so fucking what soundtrack was wonder was really mm-hmm. fucking good. Um, and then uh, the Natural Born Killers soundtrack. Right. All these movies came out right around mm-hmm. the same time, yeah. and those soundtracks were fucking phenomenal. Right. They really kind of changed. Oh, the definition of of putting out a, a a soundtrack at that point in time. I mean, before that, you know, you had Prince doing Batman, which I love Prince, but Prince doing Batman really didn't work right. per se. You don't have to be. It was kind of interesting for that one movie, but not something that really. Yeah, it didn't really fit the genre, and no, it kind of was. It kind of like they took somebody who was famous and let him put the music together. But then you get into these movies, and you started seeing like. Trent Reznor doing soundtracks, yeah, right? And then you started getting rappers doing soundtracks, like yeah. the RZA and the Jizza yeah. started doing soundtracks in the late '90s, and mm-hmm. it really was getting good. That's because, especially the fucking RZA can throw together a goddamn soundtrack that's great. Yeah, it's insane some of the Damn. shit that he did. Judgment Night. Judgment Night was a great movie for soundtracks. Night? Have you seen Judgment Night? 
No, I don't think that I. That was one of our fucking movies, dude. That that movie. That we watched the shit out of that. That, that soundtrack, soundtrack we love. Fucking awesome, because it's the base of the soundtrack where they were putting rappers with alternative music bands, okay. or with yeah. heavy metal, or with heavy metal, and the soundtrack was just phenomenal. Started every song. song had a alternative or heavy metal with a rapper. Yeah. yeah. It was great. And it was really fucking good. I, I really enjoyed that one. Because yeah. that was kind of... I, I can't remember if it was... I think it was before Korn. Oh, yeah. I mean, Korn might have existed, yeah, but Korn yeah. wasn't was, big. This so was, right. this was like kind of cutting edge. They were late yeah. 90s when South Park came out. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when and Lim Bizkit came along and destroyed everything. Well, that was after Korn. Yeah, they just destroyed the entire... Korn, when they first came out, it was amazing. If you listen to Korn, that first album was so raw and so violent. And then their second one, it was like, okay, he he's like fat and, you know, happy. Talking about so he's not he's not laid. doing it anymore, you know? And, and then suddenly right. he starts touring with Limp Bizkit and oh. they're singing about the nookie. I mean, it, it's Limp just like, what Bizkit the fuck destroyed happened? destroyed alternative... <laughs> And modern rock. It was Lil yeah. Biscuit's fault. I, it was, they were definitely a big proponent, but there oh was... Oh, my God, they blew I mean, you can't forget about some of the things that came in the late 90s, early 2000s, like Marcy's Playground and right. shit like that that was just, uh, you know... I mean, even if you like the song, it you have to understand the rest of the music they put out was so bad right? that, yeah. that it really kind of killed anybody's want or need to go out and buy a DVD. At the same time, you're now getting digital coming out, like yeah. really starting to push early 2000s. You have the digital iTunes yeah. starting yeah, to Napster, come out yeah. and shit yeah, like that. Napster. 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 Yeah, yeah. So now you're then pushing iTunes. in that direction. And um, also another thing that was getting real big was BDM and um, House and all that. Yeah, you're uh, right, you're right. Um, rave type music was getting real big. Yeah, especially that's when Go came out. That movie Go came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, right. you saw a different style of movie that yep. came out. You had Go. Yep. You had uh, what was that one about 1999 when um, Strange Days? That was it. Yes. Strange Days. That was another one that came out right around that same time, and it was just, it was a whole different kind of. You saw it in the movies. You saw it in the music. It was all moving in a different yeah. direction. And and so were the drugs that people were doing. Well, yeah, it, because... it went from pot and acid and like laid back shit and depressing type drugs in yeah. the early 90s to speed ecstasy. and ecstasy, ecstasy and the, 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 rave. the yeah, high pi- the high you know high adrenaline type shit the yeah. the, uh, the and then that turned into um what's that shit uh meth not well uh, i was thinking um the legal stuff the adhd shit that the kids started doing oh the ghb no, not GHB. No, um, that's what all the wrestlers did. Alderon, uh, not Alderon. Adderall. Adderall. That's Adderall, it. Adderall. That's right. Alderon. Alderon is uh, Kids, Star Wars getting, planet, you, but you, we <laughs> should teach a college class right here. You're getting a college class about music and drugs. Oh yeah, and movies. Well, and all you can one. go all the way back to the '60s with this shit, but yeah. let's be—you know—I mean, we're just concentrating. We don't on care about the our, 60s. our heart. A terrible place, of, which is the '90s. It really is. Yeah. The '90s. Right. It was just this movie captured that '93, '94, and '95. When I sat down to watch this, okay, it's kind of weird. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I love the Crow. I've always loved yes. the Crow. I was heartbroken by Brandon Lee's death because I felt like I liked his earlier films. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the the shit that he did before this, I like, which was a lot more 
martial arts based than this was. This didn't have as much of the martial arts in it. There was some, but not, not very much. There was like two. There was one fight. Well, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. So when I sat down to watch this, I was like remembering some of the cheesy shit in my head. Okay. So like, there's some. There's a couple lines in there that I've always found like cheesy mm-hmm. type lines, and we'll get to them when we go through the yeah. movie. But what I found interesting was. I didn't care. When I sat down and watched it, I knew the line was coming. Mm-hmm. For instance, the, one of the worst lines in the movie is, move and you're dead. I, I'm dead and I move. That's one of the worst yeah. fucking lines in the movie. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to lie. But I didn't care. And the way he acted, it, it's amazing to me, going back, I haven't watched it in about four or five years. Mm-hmm. And going back and watching it, a lot of the mannerisms, a lot of the style that he had in the fighting, and a lot of the shit that I forgot kind of all came back to me. And I'm like, holy shit. I forgot how much I love this and why I loved it. Yeah. It's the, the subtle nuances, and we'll get to them. Yeah, and I don't want to jump ahead, but there's subtle nuances that are just wonderful that's delivered by Brandon Lee. I think he movie. comes through very sincere too. It's not yes. it could be a bad line, but he's not overacting it. It's just no. oh, him and, it sounds normal coming out of his out of his mouth. Him and the director Alex Pro has worked together. Right. Like it wasn't just him, Alex Pro as like saying this is what you're gonna do. He took all of Brandon Lee's yeah. uh, comments. And what's interesting about this, and I think it, it goes with the Paul saying is that you have character-driven stories and you have plot-driven stories. This is not a character-driven story at all. This is a purely plot-driven story. I think there's a sub- subtext to that as well. It's more of, of, a, of a poem, of a, of a feeling, of an emotion yes. that you see in this movie than, because there is no real depth of the characters. Mm, they, no. Well, not not, but not it's, a whole lot. It's not a real long but it's movie. Not, no necessary. No, it's not. It, All the characters are very one-dimensional. Yes. Um and each one of the bad guys represents like a single type Give of that pillow for your lower back. Thanks. I well it was actually bothering me that's why okay. I moved it. Well, make sure you move. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Okay? Um there there's each one of the bad guys that he goes through, each one of them represents a different evil. Right. So it, it's very the characters themselves are very one-dimensional. But it doesn't matter. It's a moral play. The whole thing's a fucking moral play, and the whole thing is done in a way where it's just true love will conquer all. And that's really all that you can walk away from the whole movie with. And that's what um, the the writer of this movie, and we are going to shit on some parts, but um, I know some of you want to hear that. but let's get like the inspiration. What you get? What's Paul getting to? It's like it was inspired by a, a comic book. This guy named James Abar wrote it for two reasons. He's a douche, by the way. He's a douche. The the writer of the comic yeah, he's, is. He's one of those. You know, I've I've watched a couple interviews, especially this week. I watched a couple interviews with him. He's <laughs> he's such a douche. he's a very dorky, douchey kind of guy. It's weird. So he wrote it because he was dealing with the death of his fiance. All right. I think the second reason that he wrote it and which really spurred the stories of going what exactly you said Paul you ever heard a story about these uh, this couple being killed over a $30 engagement ring right and wanting to you know what, what would you do like the, the, the idea of love and all that um, thought that was you know 
getting to what you're going to right there. Oh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's about love conquers all. You're coming back. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the has to be the premise of the of the movie. I mean, I don't. um, And I also found it interesting if you watch some of the interviews with Brandon Lee at the time. If you were to divorce yourself from the movie, like if you were just to sit down and watch the interview of Brandon Lee talking about him and his character in this movie, you would think, what an asshole, what a douche. But then when you watch the movie and you couple it with the interviews that he did for the movie, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh my God, he really cared about this character. Oh, he yeah. didn't, like he was sitting there saying, you know, this scenario kind of came up and that scenario came up and all he ever thought about was, how would Eric Draven handle this? Is this, is how, what would Eric Draven think? What about this? Well, wait a minute. That really doesn't affect him, so I don't give a shit. I don't even care about that because it wouldn't affect my character. So he was like, fully entrenched in this character. And it's very interesting to watch it, especially considering I really think this was the movie, and and we'll get into this kind of later on, um, but this was the movie that was going to catapult him. There's no doubt about that. Um, The previous movies that he did, whether you think they're good or not, he was good in them. Mm -hmm. His martial arts skills were, were top of the line. He always looked impressive. He... Picked good movies, um, but this was him being. But more this than was the audience. one. Yeah. This was the one that was going to catapult him into every woman like wanting to see him. So right. I don't think he would have gotten to the Tom Cruise level, but he would have gotten to that like next tier level. I, I have vivid memories of this. Um, I was in college in North Carolina at the time, and Wilmington, North Carolina, where this is filmed, was sort of the next up and coming big area for making movies and TV outside of LA and New York. They were really trying to be the... Scott was huge in the Dawson's Creek. That's true. That was filmed James a James Gaynor, big fan. Exactly. How could you not be? But um, but when this movie came out in 94 and a year a year before when he was he died, it was huge news down there. So it was just all over. I mean, it was in the news every day mm-hmm. for months. Oh, it would have been. It was in every place, though. It wasn't just there. I mean, they were... Hey, this was also kind of the height of MTV. I know a lot of people think the height of MTV was like the 1980s, but I think that this is where, this was right before the end of what, or basically what I would say is the end of, yeah, this is right as the first couple real worlds well, were out there. Real, yep, right and now. those were still like oddball shows. Not really it was still 80% music. And right. like you'd have a couple of these things that were kind of pulling you in. And then you, you know, right after this is when you started seeing more of the real world and less of the music. And so this is kind of where you have your, every band out there is putting out fucking music videos. Every band. I mean, shit bands are putting out music videos. Mm-hmm. So, so MTV. The Cure was throwing out a lot of, a lot of music Who? videos. Who? Cure. Yeah, I mean, some. I don't know that I would say a lot, but they put out a bunch. They put like maybe four or five big ones out in the early oh, 90s. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I guess you're picking on him for liking The Cure. I do am. you like I, The Cure or he is does, he just picking on I do. I like The Cure. He's, he's, he's got mascara. How can you not like The Cure? I, I like some of his, their songs. I think some Paul of it's pretentious easy. bullshit, but so some of it's very good. Pretentious bullshit. I did. I just said some of it's pretentious bullshit. Some of it's good. Here. I'm just Robert Smith. Robert Smith. 
Yeah, exactly. Robo Robert Smith yeah. saved fucking South Park. Yeah. I will say they were on the uh, the um, induction for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently. Induction. Yeah. Induction or whatever yeah. it's called. He looks horrible. I mean, he's just... He's, he's like 80, 80 years old now. He's, like, he's a British singer. What do you expect? They all look like shit after like 10 years, yeah. 15 years. They do. Yeah. They're like Keith Richards. Well, a yeah. lot of them were doing I mean, how much heroin did they do oh, in the right. fucking Cure? Come on, there's heroin. no way the Cure was You can't doing write that pre-emo music without doing heroin. You right. can't. There's no way. You're constipating writing music. That's what I mean, you do. you're That's 30, why you look so run You're a 34-year-old man trying to write in the in the pretense of a 16-year-old depressed right. yeah. uh, virgin. Like teen angst in your, yeah, your <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's only one way to get there, and, yeah. ha- and a lot of heroin is usually the trip. <laughs> Hasn't had a bowel movement for 10 years. He looks miserable up there. <laughs> yeah, writing about some 16-year-old girl. So, miserable anyway, life. but it's... I, I forgot where the... F- how the fuck we got off we're on going, this. We're just talking about The Crow. Yeah. Um, Woo! Okay. Um, so, so the... Uh, Obar, the Oki, whatever his name is, Obar, he was approached by some director at first who wanted to buy the rights, but then at first he's like, all the rights. Like, yeah. The copyright, he's like, the hell with that, no. Yeah, I wouldn't have sold the copyright either. If, if someone's coming up to you and saying, I want everything, you know that there's something there. Yeah. End of story. So they eventually decide later on that he would sell. Well, didn't we have the same, a similar situation with Jaws? Didn't he want to buy the rights out outright? Or? Spielberg? Yeah, I thought that we discussed that during the Jaws have, I episode. Jaws, I, I gotta watch Jaws. No, who was the one that that? Um, it was, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Doesn't I thought matter. it was Jaws, but it could have been a different movie. We were talking about it's it. Right. We go through many, so many movies. We do. We're good at this. So uh, we're almost a year in. I, isn't it? We're gonna have a big one year celebration. No, we won't. We um, were supposed to have a big one year celebration, but Jimmy will be busy. So I'm thinking about doing Army of Darkness. Well, that was another one on that's the list. Movie. That's a great fucking movie. Yeah, but that's a comedy, dude. Is it going to trans? It's different because it's it's because it's, it's ours. It's ours. It's we're one year into this, or we do Predator too. Well, if we're doing, if we do, <laughs> it's, if we do Armored Darkness, I think it's just going to be us though. Okay. Because it's our movie. It's a, I'm sorry. Army of Darkness is Paul and I. I don't know how many times we. Watch that movie in his I don't parents' literal room. Fucking God. ridiculous amounts of times. Every time I'd like go over there and hang out, we'd watch the movie. The, w- there was two things that we did. It was play Madden and I. Yeah. What Madden ninety eight or I don't something ninety six. No, we played NHL as well. Remember that we played NHL, but Madden was it. Paul and I. Let me tell you, Paul and I. We would bet money on like Madden. So what we do would be like. We had this whole league set up. This was before like they even had leagues and and uh, Madden. Yeah, because we, we we recorded all the shit off. Yeah, we line. literally had like this this notebook of shit, and we would bet money. Like if I beat him by twelve points, he owed me twelve bucks. So we would just go back and forth. And I found a secret. The secret is when you play the shit teams in Madden, early Madden. The shit teams are really shitty. Yeah, like you can't complete a pass to the shit right. team. All right, but you can run the ball. Yeah, it was the end around or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you could run the ball. Or not the end around, it was just the the pitch. The pitch or something like that, yeah. yeah. And you would just do that nonstop. And there non- wasn't much you could do. You couldn't do anything, yeah. It was the Buccaneers. I had some... Some really shitty runner. Yeah, but still, it could not stop me. 
on what. But when did we? So we played Madden. We watched Army of Darkness. Yeah, it was pretty much it for <laughs> like a year. Yeah, for a fucking solid year. That's pretty but much all we I did. I do have a story that we're going to get to about something how we celebrate Devil's Night this one particular week, this one particular year, I should say. It's a great story. Oh, that shit story about Henry's house. No, that's not a shit story. Let me tell the story first, all right? Then you can elaborate. Are we doing that today, or are we holding on to it? No, we're the, devil, the Devil's Night. We're talking about Devil's Night. Now okay. Did, now, did All you right. guys call it Devil's Night, or did you call it Mischief Night? I thought we called it Movie uh, Night. Uh, moving, always, moving We night. always called it Mischief Night. Yeah, we always called it Moving Night. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Why did you call it Mischief Night? Because it's when it's night before Halloween when sense. you go and you do a bunch of mischief? pranks and... Mm. Just I don't know where the moving night came from. I don't know either. I know there's probably some stupid map you can find where, you know, like over here in New England calls this, and, you know, like over here in Pacific Coast, it calls. I don't know. know. Some kid used Tree to call it night. moving night, and I started calling it moving night. Yeah. And everybody I knew called it moving night. It was just, that was it. I don't know why. It made no sense to me. I don't know. It so, wasn't fucking moving. Alex Proyos, the director, who was like this, some. Guy who did music videos. Yeah, another music video guy. Another music video guy. He chose Brandon Lee because he had a mixture of his athletic background and he could actually act. As you said, it was supposed to be Lee's breakout movie, but he ended up being his last, which we'll get to. We'll Mm -hmm. take a break for that part. So the movie opens up. It's Devil's Night. And there is this scene of a Detroit on fire and the the grass is that, it's supposed to be Detroit what, is it supposed to be supposed to be Detroit okay it's, I it's, wasn't aware that it was supposed to be Detroit this is the first flaw I, I had with the movie watching but. the movie is what where it was supposed to be or if it was a made up well place. you could right off the bat the first thing that you kind of notice is the scenery itself the reason I excused it is because since it was based on a comic book, if you watch the movie, the buildings themselves look like it's in a page of a comic book. Right. So that's kind of why I excused it, even though really, if you boil it down, it just doesn't it doesn't look great. No, it's but it looks good if you think if you look at it that way. So this is another one of those weird things where I was kind of making excuses for things. Mm-hmm. Now, one excuse I can't make. And this is very, very apparent. All you have to do is look at it, and I don't know if it's in your write-up or not, is the fire. Mm-hmm. The fire is horrible. Well, The it, fire is absolutely horrible, and it's the same fucking fire over and over and yeah. over again. So if you watch one building and you look at it very closely, you see the, and watch the fire and how it works, mm-hmm. then you go to the next building, it's the same exact fire as it was on the first building. Oh. It does the same movements, the same everything. It looks exactly the fucking same. Thank you, Fire Marshal Paul. So, well, fuck you, the dude. Reason We're why. pointing out the uh, flaws in the Marshall movie. It was Fire Marshal Bill, by the way. For, yeah, uh, Fire Marshal Bill. Bill. Last episode. What did I say? I think you guys kept saying Bob. Bob or Bill, you couldn't yeah, figure yeah. out. Paul was, Paul was flummoxed from getting back from Morocco. Okay, but dude, we're trying to point out the flaws, aren't we? Yeah, I'm just doesn't I, mean I could throw a jab. If not, it's going to be a fucking love fest. We're going to point out everything. Okay, dude. Just so, making sure. The reason why they did is because it was uh, the budget. I just, it was the budget. Yeah, you, uh, I, you could definitely tell that they made some decisions based on the budget. Yeah, it looked, like, it looked like shit. But it also reminded me of Batman, the original Batman. There was a little bit of that in there. And like I said, it was, if you think about it, 
like a comic book, it's yeah. passable. Yeah. It's just when you start thinking about it in regards to like other highly technical movies, it looks like shit. Well, it's one of those movies like Batman where yeah. it's not <clears throat> set in the future, it's set in the present day, but the city looks like it's, it's been a dark decaying for a hundred years. Right. Yeah. Just, like dark like, city. Everything is almost post apocalyptic kind yeah. of feel to it. Yeah, it's 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 that yeah, right. It's and that. I think that this fell right in the right time zone because this was I think this was after the first two Burton Batmans, but yeah. before that silly piece of garbage with Chris O'Donnell. With Chris O'Donnell. Those two garbage movies. Which I don't hate. I don't hate the Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Car- Carrey. I don't hate it. I do absolutely fucking hate... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. Yeah, that was fucking brutally horrible. Brutally horrible. One of the best characters in Batman's history, Bane, is in the fucking movie for a whole 30 seconds and basically is just uh, Poison Ivy's bitch. It's just... It's a horrible He's fucking a juicer. Movie. He just injects steroids. It's so bad. Anyway, go on. So then there's this voiceover that occurs as you're they're sailing through the city that's on fire. People once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul to the land of the dead. But sometimes, something so bad happens that a terrible sadness is carried with it, and the soul can't rest. Then sometimes, just sometimes, the crow can bring that soul back to put the wrong things right. So we see the police scene of uh, there's an apartment that's been destroyed. Um, there was a uh, see they have all we're introduced to Officer uh, Albrecht, who's uh, played by Ernie Hudson, Winston from yeah. I, I was gonna I was gonna bring I that up. On Winston. It's kind of weird that of all the people in Ghostbusters. We go back to Winston before Ernie Hudson before anybody else. I, I was <laughs> thinking that you should you should you probably have a link from every movie of an actor who was in one of your previous reviews. Oh yeah. Well, the first couple we were keeping track yeah, of keeping all the track. ancestral relationships yes. between movie to movie because it happened that way. Exactly. So uh, and we've also done you know of course the the big baddie in this movie is the big baddie in. Uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. He, True, right? He's Robin Hood. Alan uh, Rickman. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Okay. I was just fucking with uh, you. I, I, I heard it the first time. I was just fucking it's with you. Uh, Alan Rickman's bitch in this movie. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so you see they're like scourging through this apartment that's been destroyed. I can't remember destroyed. his name. It's Michael something. Right. And, and you realize that this uh, guy named Eric Draven and Shelley Webster were supposed to get... Um, we're supposed to get married the following day on Halloween. Yeah. You know, who the hell gets married on Halloween? No one. No. <laughs> and then they escort uh, Shelly Webster uh, downstairs on a gurney because she was uh, raped and all that. Um, and then we see Sarah, your typical early 90s skateboarding chick, come up. Half-shaved head. Yeah. Right. Just your stereotypical everything in this movie. Um, come up and wondering what's wrong with Shelly. And uh, Ernie Hudson says... It's going to be okay, full of shit. They throw Shelly into the ambulance, and that's when Sarah knows you're lying to me. There's no, there's no buildup in this movie. I mean, you, no, you start out the movie with <laughs> Brandon Lee's body, dead body lying on the ground, and by minute eight of the movie, he's already come back and has killed his first person. Yes. Yeah, so there's, there's absolutely no buildup. It, it there, just there, jumps there, right into it. I don't know that there was 
I think they put the premise out there and they filled in the holes as the movie went along with a lot of the flashbacks. Right. I think that works um, because it it shows the love between Shelley and Eric as the movie goes along, but it also kind of fills in the violence of her death and the violence of his death and then, of course, the violence. Some of the shit that gets cut out of the movie um, is very, very violent, but we'll, I'm trying to wait until we actually get to the scene. So Right. So this all happens on Devil's Night, and as every episode we have, Paul and I always inject something from our past. So, and I, I thought this was appropriate because not only does it take place on Devil's Night, but because face paint was involved eventually in this movie. So I guess we were about, what, 15, 16, 17? Paul's Henry, cousin Henry, lived up in Catonsville. Didn't get his driver's license because Paul and I were his personal chauffeurs for several years. So one night he wanted to, uh, Devil's Night, they wanted to go out and cause some mischief. Am I getting this right so far? I guess. I, it, it was, was more him than me. But. Yeah, it was, since Henry's not here, we're going to blame no, it all. No, it's not because of that. Because I was never big on fucking with people's personal right, props. Right. So, you know, I was okay with robbing a store, <laughs> but I wasn't okay with when, robbing no, a person's let's car. Let's individual's house. Right? When, no, when, let's, let's return that, not robbery. You're not, you're not fucking, you know, a Batman villain here. Shoplifting. Yeah, I was a kid. I was an underage kid. Correct. I just don't want you to throw it out there that you were, you know, going into a, you know. No, I wasn't robbing a issues bank. And, okay, just make I, sure. I wasn't wearing, like, a green hat and People love you, Paul. I just, and I just yeah. fucking. <laughs> you weren't chaining the ATM to the back yeah. of your pickup truck no, and driving off. Right. I just, you know, people love Paul. I just don't want them to get the wrong impression of him. Who? Just it's people. People. My kids. I don't you know. know. Yeah. Somebody. I just don't want the, you know, there's the impression of them. There's already enough to, to criticize them about. I don't like either. Well, you, you're the robber on the show? No. He just was in the store, you know, stealing pink CDs. That's not a, you know, it's not a crime. It wasn't well, pink. Pink wasn't out then. Okay. Anyway. So. I was stealing good CDs. Fuck you. Insult my musical taste. Just relax, relax. We're going to the story. <laughs> the story is really good. I need that up here. Um, so, one devil's night. He was like, you know what? We'll just say, we'll just throw it on Henry's. We, <laughs> we need to go out and cause some mischief. Yeah, but Henry wanted to specifically hit one house, remember? I don't remember. I actually was making fun of that. Like, I thought Paul was like, Paul called me. He's like, I ain't doing this around our neighborhoods, so we're going to go up to Catonsville and do it in Henry's neighborhood. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's how Paul was. He's like, <laughs> I, I liked my neighbors. Full, full, full away. So we get to Henry's house, play a game or two of Major League Baseball in the Sega Genesis. And then, in order to go out and cause some mischief, because they got some eggs, with some eggs, right? I don't know. There's eggs. I was barely involved in this. Wait, no, come on. You guys. I was barely involved you in You guys, this. no. This was mostly you no, and him. No, I didn't put kiss face makeup, uh, face. I didn't do it. No way. You and Henry, I remember because I was in the bathroom laughing at you guys. You put, you dressed up as, was it Starman? And then Henry dressed up as the cat guy on Kiss? I don't think so. No, you put this face mask on. No, you put the face paint on. I can remember this. Specific. I might have put face paint on. I'm not saying I didn't, but I don't remember dressing up like Kiss. No, just the face paint. You didn't dress up as Kiss. You just put the face paint on. 
I think, and you were laughing at each other because it was funny. Okay, that's and then, possible. And then you know, if you're if you're going through mischief night or movie night, you think you want to go somewhere else where you're not easily identifiable, right? You know, but the brain trust here decided we're just going to go out to Henry's front door, dude. I I, <laughs> sh- I guarantee you, I was high. Well, yeah, I well, guarantee yeah, we, you, we, I was high. I watched The Crow. Um, which is probably why we were wearing white face paint because we watched the crow. I was probably high. I, you know, you you're telling pieces of the story, and it's not there's not much of a story to begin with because we we probably watched the crow, then we probably threw some face paint on because whatever we were probably both high as a kite house and throws toilet paper on a tree, and then we kind of, like, stumble off. And that's the whole fucking story. That's and why I don't understand where you're going. No, no, they this. were gay. And some, who, whose house was it? Was it somebody? I don't know. It was somebody Henry knew. It was just random or somebody he knew? He knew it. them. He definitely knew the person's house. Henry had stories. Every time you would talk to Henry, of someone beating the shit out of him. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of that. There was, like, every time you would talk to him, it was like, I got my ass kicked by this person. I got, like, one time he got beat up by this guy who had frying pans. Why some guy was walking down the street with a frying pan, I don't know. But he got asked by a guy in a frying pan. It, it, but, but I'll be honest. I don't think that he made the, most of those stories up. No. I think a lot of them were real. It was just weird shit would happen yeah, to like, him or us. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, and I think that this kid that lived at this house kicked his ass in school. Mm-hmm. And he got pissed off, and he wanted us to fucking egg the house. And so, I wasn't, I'm, I'm being brutally honest, I was not really into it, dude. I, it wasn't really my bag. Um, my bag, baby. It wasn't. It wasn't really just my thing. The, just for the show. I know, but just, I'm just saying, it really wasn't my thing. And really so we went up there. We egged this house with like six eggs, because that's all we had. And threw some fucking toilet paper in the tree and then stumbled off. The whole time we're laughing our ass off yeah, because we're really... high as a goddamn kite. I mean, it, it, there's the, the, like I said, there's not much of a story there. It's, but that's it. That's the only moving night story I can even remember. I did piss bomb another guy's house once <laughs> because he was a dick. <laughs> but I don't know that that actually happened actually, on moving I, night. I think, no, I, I think I was there when you pissed in the bag. In, in the Ziploc bag? Yes. I, I pissed in a Ziploc yes. bag. <laughs> I think, you, was it at your parents' house? It, it was. You went inside your, your bathroom, <laughs> pissed in the bag, and we went somewhere pissed bump. It was, it was a for, neighbor for that the was sake of the a show. total asshole. For the sake of the show, what's going to happen on movie night? Wow. We, I, yes, because I really don't remember. It could have been any night of the year. But this guy pissed me off, and hey, we, we used piss to bombed some, his house. We used to do some, like his sister... In quotes, we used to take turns pissing in her her gas tank. (laughs) 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 Piss in her gas tank. Then we piss on her door. Did I ever tell you that my my brother came in her fucking cream rinse? (laughs) (laughs) It's just fucked up. (laughs) Scott's over here. I don't want to be associated with you guys. (laughs) We, we used to 14, piss in her. We 14, used to piss in her just fucking took a totally shampoo. different turn. <laughs> <laughs> it was just fuck her. She was an asshole. She was. So we would piss in her shampoo. <laughs> this was your sister. She's not my sister. She's my cousin. But we, she lived with us. We kind of okay. raised her. Okay. 
uh, you know, in some cases abused her. We didn't. Know, we never abused her. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, you know, pissing. Oh well, this she everything that she got, she deserved. She deserved. She was a total. She was con. a bitch. She was a bitch. Now she lives in California. She's actually working on. Um, who's the Chinese guy that's running Andrew for Andrew Yang? Andrew Yang. He's she's his uh, um, uh, campaign either campaign advisor or can the person running the campaign for Andrew Yang. Oh really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, anyway, but yeah, she was a total bitch. So we used to we used to do some every really net. I think didn't we take a shit in her back seat? I don't know. I think somebody took a shit in her back seat. That might have been Jason. I think it was either Jason. It might have been Henry. Because I don't know that I was going along with that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't like because I rem- the, another thing that we used to do is we used to shit, you know, go into the bathroom and take shit, okay? And then we would take, like, a plastic Ziploc bag, and we would wipe our ass with the plastic (laughs) Ziploc bag, and then we would go out and take the Ziploc bag and wipe it on her door handles to our car. What? (laughs) So when she would... She would stink palm herself when she opened her fucking door. (laughs) I'd go along with the bathroom. She was a cunt. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Crack her beer. <laughs> everything that happened to her, she deserved. <laughs> she was a bitch. Your Honor. Your Honor. I sorry. would attest to that in court. <laughs> Fuck her. I just remember pissing in her gas tank and over her door handles. I rem- Yeah, you used to piss on her door handles and shit. But I, I do remember... Like you're not getting like stuck by the little... Oh, no, we were drink Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> I should say, force <laughs> ourselves to drink that. Well, the, the Mad Dog 2020, but the other stuff that we used to drink, and this shit was so horrible. Do you remember the, it was, it either was red or it was blue. And it, it like had the rocks in the bottom of yeah. it, like the, the sugar rocks. Aftershock or something. Aftershock yeah. was one of them. Yeah. What was the blue one called? It was called, uh, I don't know. There was a, the red one was Aftershock, the blue one was something else. <laughs> And we used to drink the shit out of that because it was cheap. Right. Scott went to a Mormon college. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about this stuff. And it was it was cheap, and it was uh, it could taste good. It was better than Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Right. I mean, your Mad Dog or Boone's Farm or something. You were doing Boone's Dude, Farms, man. Mad Whatever Dog was, was fucking cheap. Boone's Farm. Was and we were young then, so it was also yeah. what we could get. Right? Yeah. So like we paid some guy like twenty bucks to go into Phelps. Yeah, we'd also get yeah, wine. pretty much the pretty fucking much. Zimas. Zimas yeah, put the Zima's jelly, the worst Jolly Ranchers in there. Everybody did that shit. What was, wasn't Zima the one that tasted like vegetables or some shit? No, no. What was the stuff that used to taste like vegetables? It was clear. V8. No, dumbass. It was clear. Zima and it, and it was a a one of those kind of alcohols that came in a bottle, but it Bartles tasted and James wine cooler. It tasted and like yeah, fucking beer, yeah. vegetables. It was so bad. So beer. anyway, so moving on. So the next scene that we're going to is that one year later at the graveyard when we get another soliloquy about two dead people meant to be together. Again, what Paul said earlier. And that's when Sarah visits their graves and the she cr- steals the flowers from the one grave to put on their grave. Mm-hmm. She's a thief. This is, uh, th- there is some time issues I have with this movie as it moves along okay. um, based on the whole moving night versus Halloween night 
Yeah, there it seems. Yeah, you I know, agree. especially there like is... they get together during the meeting, which is the big action scene in the movie. Yes, uh, they're talking about the next night, which is supposed to be Halloween, and lighting the place on fire, which doesn't make any sense because it should have been that, be night. that night. Right. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff. And not to mention, I don't even if I remember correctly, that was the next that was the next day. Yeah, which doesn't So like that would have been yeah, so October thirty first at that point in time. So they're talking about All Saints Day at that point. Right. So it, the the timing of the yeah. whole thing so just kind of really loses comes up it. On like the 29th or something. And like, and that's also another one of those scenes that really annoy me. But we'll get to it. That's way down in the fucking movie. So let's move along. All right. So then we have. I don't uh, know how far we're into this shit, but we got to right. be forty-five minutes. So in. we're we're uh, then we get the hot dog scene number one, where uh, Sarah happens upon uh, Officer Albrecht because they establish a relationship a year prior. So I guess they meet every now and then, eat hot dogs together. Well, I think it was, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Shelley kind of told him to. Take told to tell Eric to take care of him, but Eric was already dead, so I think Albrecht kind of stepped up to the plate because her mother's a morphine addict, yeah. which I felt that to be also weird, but we haven't gotten there yet. That's very 90s as well. <laughs> it was just a weird... Why would it be morphine instead of heroin or something else? I mean, it seemed like a weird thing to be addicted to. Um, but we haven't gotten there yet. That's down the road still. Right. So then... There's a little discussion between them. Then we go head over to where the, the bad guys, the four guys, the gang um, that I equate to. When I think about this gang, I think about the, the, the guys who were in No Holds Barred in the parking lot. Right. You know, I think they had the same depth as the guys in the parking lot. Fire it up. <laughs> yeah, fire it up. Yeah. We hear that. that they say that a million times, which is great. And and <laughs> another part of that that I love, of course, is the main guy out of the four mm-hmm. is the guy from um, T uh, Buzz or whatever name T T uh, T Bone T Bone or something T-bone, like that. Yeah. He's, he's from um, T Bird. God T-bird. damn it! Now I've forgotten the yes. Fucking he name. was in uh, the gang movie. I can't fucking think of the name of it now. Gangs in New York. No. The original one, the Warriors. God damn it, it wasn't coming out. He was the Warriors come out to play. Yeah, that's why I always liked that shit. Like it was kind of a cool throwback to have him in that movie. Yeah. So Brandon Lee escapes from his grave with perfect clothes. No, it wasn't perfect, and it was specifically not perfect. After in a year in a grave, they should have been a lot more. They should have been, but if you pay attention, the back of the clothes are all cut down the middle because if you're when you're buried, you're, you're not wearing full clothes. They just kind of put them on to fit mm-hmm. to well, look good in the grave. In the I noticed that too because I thought, oh, he's, he's dressed up in nice clothes. Yeah, but he would have been buried in Other nice than clothes. Crawling out through the dirt, they looked in pretty good condition. They but did. yeah, they were <clears throat> cut out in the back there. But the other thing about that is is that you're right. It probably wouldn't hold up as well. But there's also other concepts of that. Like if you look at him closely, he had scars. He had a bullet hole. He had all this other shit. But then, of course, he's healing up when he gets shot in the hands. And there's absolutely no. So, like, the shit that happened to him when he was alive is all still there. But the fact that he was thrown out of a six-floor story window, which would have crushed his back and his skull and everything else that didn't hold up so conceptually that 
is a big flaw. Right. Mm-hmm. It, there's no consistency with what stayed and what didn't stay. Yeah. You know. Right. Wo- you know. Working with a wound wise. This is where you see a difference in the actual comics and the movie because there's this crow following him around. In the comics, there wasn't a crow. Oh, okay. It was. uh, It was. um, It was like Eric's psyche was projected through. Well, they also said that in the comic, he knew why he was back Mm -hmm. right away, whereas in the movie, he's kind of figuring it out as he goes along. Mm -hmm. Right. So they there was like that kind of big difference between the comic and the movie. But right. uh, beyond that, this is the uh, the scene that I was one of the first scenes that I was waiting to get to, which has ended up being like an extended scene, and a lot of this is cut out. This is where the four idiots, because that's all like there's the four idiots. Okay, the four idiots. idiots were blowing up the arcade. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're busting up the machines and everything else, and then they jump in the car and they drive right past the hot dog stand. The same time Eric is getting out of his grave. Well, in the cut scene or the extended scene, what you see is inside the arcade, there's a black woman who is working there. Mm-hmm. And they've tied her up and they're like like beating the living shit out of her. And I mean, it is very violent. And then of course they blow, you know, they blow up the store, and as they're blowing up the store, she manages to, she's kind of blown up, mm-hmm. and she kind of falls out the back door mm-hmm. and right into Eric, Eric's hands. Mm-hmm. And when Eric grabs her, that's the first time he actually has a flashback of what happened to her, mm-hmm. because which is kind of interesting because that happens later on in the movie when he sees the girl, and then yeah. when he sees the cop, he gets the flashbacks of what happened to right. Shelly. Well, this is he gets the flashback of what happened to the the black lady who was running the arcade, um, and saw the four of them had brutalized her and then blew the fucking place up. So I found that very interesting. But I think most of that was cut because of the violence of it. Yeah. Like it was ultra violent. And if you really pay attention to the rest of this movie, if you compare it to the scenes that are actually the extended scenes or the deleted scenes. The deleted scenes or the extended scenes are much, much more violent. They actually talk. I talk about this. Then, oh, I'm sorry, but that's okay. really no, no. they, I'm glad they br- were. I'm glad you brought that very, up. Very, very violent in comparison. I'm going to say later is they do that for a reason, and we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Um, and it had actually do because it's a rated R movie. Yeah. Well, it actually has something to do with what we're going about to talk about because this is the scene. There's a going back and forth where you see the the four guys driving with the stone table pilots playing in the background. Yeah, which I found to be a weird coupling, like. Of all the music that these four, like, meth heads would be listening to, Stone Temple Pilots' Creep was not the one I would have picked. Big Empty. I, no, you're big right, empty. Big Empty. But, I'm but sorry. I, I thought it fit because actually they look like, they're dressed like Stone Temple Pilots. I mean, they... I guess. I, I just, it seemed like too low-key versus, like, it would have been better for that in the bar scene and more of a harder like Pantera type or, or you know more like Rage Against the Machine type song there Paul not was, that it matters but it nah, was just a you didn't listen yeah. to a whole lot of Stone Temple Pilots did you? I hated Stone Temple yeah you Pilots. listened to Marilyn Manson fucking hated him. you listened to Marilyn Manson you were more than that yeah you well I, I love Manson I love Nine Inch Nails yeah. I love the more, like, aggressive more aggressive stuff aggressive ministry I'm angry 
got some pent up rage in me. Bikini kill. You know. I love fucking bikini kill. I was listening to Jim Blossom and they were listening yeah. to that. You know. He makes fun of me for listening to Jim Blossom. No, you're more, no, there's, you're more third I like Hey Jealousy. Yeah, I know. didn't go much deeper than that. Yeah. But Hey Jealousy I like. Yeah. Um but yeah. I also like that kind of stuff like Screaming Trees and shit like that. Oh, Screaming Trees is good. I was yeah. into some of that. I mean yes. it just wasn't my primary. My right. primary was more was the aggressive angry. like Punch Rage the Against the Machine stuff. type stuff versus like Corn the first album like I was saying before Corn that first album is so raw and fucking violent and then the second one was it was like you know he cut his dick off and you know he was putting out to everybody I mean it, it, it was a totally different fucking album to me it was, the aggression wasn't there Pantera to me is the singer in fucking Pantera but like you know, Anthrax, fucking Metallica. First thing, first you know, thing. when Metallica put out the Black album, I was pissed. I was fucking pissed. I got to One it. I mean, people. eventually, I liked it. I can't stand people like that. I eventually liked okay. it. I'm not saying I didn't. It was Those good. Are the roots. You yes, but they. It wasn't the same fucking music, you. though, dude. No, no, it wasn't. But you know what? It's a great fucking album. It was, but. It was such a shock. It was a culture shock. And it was just like, this is not Metallica. This is a different band. And once I got to that point, I was fine with it. Like, I really enjoy the album. I love Enter Sandman. I love a lot of the fucking songs on that album. But you go from Injustice for All, where every single song has like four different fucking versions, like completely different musical styles in one song. Ride Lightning was their best album of all time. It, yeah, but yeah. the weird thing is, is cons- as an album, it was very good, but there isn't a specific song on that album that I think is better than any other songs. Fade to Black? No. Oh, no. Oh. I mean, Fade to Black's a good song. I'm not saying it's not. Oh. You which, know. Which, are, which, which is Orion on that album, too, or is that one uh, I do. Master? I think it's still Masters. Yeah, and see, Masters I thought was a slightly better album, but I and I I think one I think uh, Injustice for All is fucking phenomenal. Because of one, do you think it's their best? Everybody thinks. No, I don't think one is their best song. I don't even think it's the best song. I always thought Dire's Eve was a better song on that album. What do you think, Scott? Do you listen to Metallica? Uh, Yeah, I like the Black Album. So you're kind of you came in during that. He was in college. No, I I was in high school and knew knew their earlier stuff and just didn't. It was it was much more aggressive in my yeah. opinion. And Metallica, the Black album's great. It's great, but it took me. They actually borrowed a lot. Six from, months from to from get there. In their early albums, if you, a lot of their guitar riffs and stuff were taken straight from classical kind of like music and opera. Yeah, German I, operas. But that, but it was done well. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, we're not going. Why are we talking about this? Why the fuck not? Oh, okay. Um, Dude, you this, know, you had the, the same simple. kind of you had the same kind of stuff like that in Ozzy's earlier music yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, Rhodes was fucking great with Drink that beer. shit. Um, and beers, you yeah. you would have those singular talents that would that in that aggressive field that were so fucking fast and so raw and so good, and it was great to listen to. But then you had. This whole different style with Nirvana and all that shit, and I just felt like, okay, Metallica, you lost your edge when they brought out the Black Album. And like I said, it took me almost six months to really start appreciating it because I felt like they just, they got too far away from what I liked about them. It was more mainstream. It was more radio-friendly. And then the weird thing is is they go to St. Anger, which is a lot more like their old shit, 
And I thought it sucked. I fucking hated St. Anger. Reminds me of Mumford and Sons. Because Mumford and Sons incorporate the banjo and more of the old you know, Irish music in, the, in the earlier. Now they're more... Well, they did in their last album. They're, yeah. They, they, they did something completely different. Yeah, Delta and then... Louis but uh, it's a weird... Like I, the I drop heard them in concert last December. And, I mean, they're still fucking awesome in concert. They're fan. They are... They, I gotta be honest. Mumford and Sons is the best concert ever. What I find exceptionally weird is like the Dropkick Murphys. Okay, I'll listen to them and I'll love the shit yeah. out of it. And then like, yeah, I don't know, ten minutes. You know, you get three songs deep and you're like, okay, I really can't listen to this anymore. Right. But it doesn't. It doesn't have to be any particular song. Mm-hmm. It's any of their songs. And but you can only listen to it for about ten minutes and then you're just like, okay, uh, you're fucking hitting me over the head with this way too much. Right. I'm done. I got to bail. But it, it's really weird because I like it, but then you get you hit a wall. But anyway. Um, Mumford & Sons is a spiritual experience. Yeah, I'm not. I, I haven't heard. I, I know I've heard them. I just can't place any particular song. You would know. The cave, actually, they're, they're more popular songs for some of their oldest, like The Cave, Little Line Man. I think they're. I'm sure I know it. I just more, don't. Yeah. I can't place you, it you right would, now. You would know. Yeah, you would know it. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. But, yeah, I was definitely much more aggressive. And, and it all boils back to that one scene. In my opinion, you have four, you know, just lunatics who just blew up a fucking arcade. And they come out and they're listening to The Big Empty by Stone Temple Pilots. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> to me, it would have been... Right. You know what I mean? They it, it stole just... Scott's college car. <laughs> <laughs> so it to, it just didn't fit the scene to me, but mm-hmm. it, it would have been perfect. It's I, I didn't even that was one of the few Stone Temple Pilot songs I actually liked. But I fucking hated that band. They were the ugliest motherfuckers on the face of the planet. All four of them. Okay, and Scott Weiland wasn't even close to the ugliest. Right. They had this tall fucking weirdo that stood in the back, oh, and Stones honestly, man. he should have just had a fucking bag. Rolling Stones and the is ugliest. Sorry. And seriously, dude, I know that every one of those guys probably got more snatched than I'd fucking ever seen on a porn, okay? But it doesn't matter. They were the ugliest motherfuckers I've ever seen. All four of them, ugly as sin. That's all I have to say about yeah. that. <laughs> Fuck Stone Temple Pilots. Jeez, man, there's so much anger over there. I, I don't like Stone Temple Pilots. Fucking... And then every time See, you fucking... That's all I say about that. Keep going. Yeah, well, right. you started it, okay? So you listen, to, you listen to fucking Lithium, and you, got, and you can't go an hour without a stupid Stone Temple Pilots song coming on. Right. And it's like, fuck you. I hate it. Stop it. And they really there's weren't a million around all that goddamn... long in the big scheme of things either. They, were, they put out four big albums, and mm-hmm. one of them wasn't even with Wyland. It was with the uh, audio slave guy, yeah, or somebody. I don't remember who the fuck it was. It was a different guy, lead singer. Yeah, I mean, their first one really only had two hits on it. Their second one was the big one. Yeah, I think um, their second one was their big one that that everyone had a video and all their songs kind of hit top right. ten on that one. Well, at least four or five of them did. But they were sort of that first and that grunge era that didn't come out of Seattle. They were from San Diego and had the more. California, more California it's, vibes. It's on it. so weird because as much as I hate them, I loved uh, what what was that goddamn band? Santa Monica. 
Uh, Everclear. 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 I loved Everclear. Wine about his life. And Jesus Christ, I mean, you can't... You can't tell me that that's the. It's very unaggressive. Oh my god, dude! I love that shit. I don't know why. I have no idea why I love that shit. I love and there was tons of hits, and the motherfucker ended up broke as shit. He just ended up like broke as a fucking joke. The lead singer of uh, Alex. Yeah, he was he was bankrupt. He got a lot of tail though. That guy, oh, shit, yeah, dude. Lot tell. He bragged about how much tell he got. I'm sure. I'm sure. You're going to go to Area Christ. 51 and storm it listening to All oh. Star by Smash. <laughs> Fucking those idiots. <laughs> I I wish that would happen. I really do because you know what's going to happen. What's that? Please, please disperse. <laughs> and and then disperse. they're going to run. <laughs> and the fucking people at the gate are going to open fire and start shooting <laughs> the 1.2 million people standing there. I mean, you take the wrong turn off the exit 32 into Fort Meade. You get. You could shit. get. You, you could you, get you, shot. You're, you're talking about Area 51. You know? We had we had two guys dressed up as women that got shot at that fucking yes. place. <laughs> now, keep in mind that they had broken the law earlier that day, but. <laughs> It just like pointing out that it was two men dressed as women that took the wrong fucking exit. Right. And they got shot. <laughs> so what do you think's gonna fucking happen to these morons? I wanna see the aliens. <laughs> Fuck tards. Jesus Christ. We all know, listen. All three of us in this room wanna see it happen. We oh, will, I do so bad. Nobody will admit it, but we all wanna see these I people do. gather and just I do. rush area fifty one. If you, Scott, don't you want to see that? I do. See? See, we all, that's it. One thing you need to do in life is you need to tell the truth. That yeah. is what people aren't doing these days. We're not telling the truth. You need to start telling the truth, saying what you think, because that's the only way you're going to get real discourse. And we all want to see a bunch of morons get Hashtag together. the moon is Paul Jones. I want to see Ethan Grayson, fucking <laughs> moon is Paul Jones, Paul Dean. When you see Ethan Grayson be part of that crowd, bum. I want to see Ethan make it in Area 51. Yeah, yeah that, that's that the would best be part. Awesome. You have to watch it, and as they're mowing people down, you know that a couple guys are going to get through. <laughs> yes. One of those guys would be Ethan Grayson. He would, would and be, he would dude. put his hands up in the air and start running like chariots of fucking fire. Yeah. And out of nowhere, you would just have that single shot ring out and just. No. right in the back no, of his no, fucking no, no, no. head. That's, that's wrong. No, no, no. This is <laughs> Ethan. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I love Ethan. No, no, no. That's not. No, Ethan would be the guy who actually makes it in there, encounters the alien, and then gets abducted. <laughs> he would be the one that presses the button. No, he would be the one that actually presses the button that allows the alien spacecraft to, like, de-lock from the magnetic locks they have in there and just start lifting up, and they would take Ethan with him. The weird thing is, is I envision Ethan looking like me. With the ponytail, with his fucking <laughs> hair pulled back, that that that's that's the sad part about it all. He might, he, but I, that's where I see Ethan at. I think his life at that point would be complete. Like he'd be, uh, you know, because he couldn't smoke cigarettes, he, but he would be the guy that's smoking cloves. <laughs> but he wouldn't even smoke cloves. He'd be fucking smoking like what? What's the stupid things? Um, vaping. The he'd be vaping cloves. <laughs> His fucking hair pulled back. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, the thing is, if that happened, Ethan, nobody would be sad. 
I think his 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 daughter might be sad. Nobody would be because sad. who would go with her to all the Avengers films? You got a point there. And then he could come home and bitch on Facebook about how <laughs> it's so formulaic. <laughs> Dude, you went to a fucking comic book movie. <laughs> okay, what did you think it was going to be? <laughs> I don't know. They really have to do something. These movies are getting too formulaic. They've done 23 fucking movies. They're 23 <laughs> movies deep, dude. Seriously. Just wait till the new mutants come out and go watch your stupid rated R horror movie. Go ahead. Is that what the new mutants is? Yeah, it's a it's I don't know if it's rated R, but it's a horror movie. Uh, man. Uh, whatever we're All about right. to get, we're we're about to get in the he's pe- gonna fucking kill us if That's he actually okay. listens he listens to it I know that he listens we to love it. you Ethan we're the just PC playing, part of the, the, the phase four of the Marvel universe is, is PC world I, I'm sure it is oh it's gonna get bad but I'm telling it there, is gonna I'm get probably bad. gonna hand pick the movies I want to see and that'll be it like I I might you know I think that. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, they're bringing the guy back, so I think yes. I'm fine with that. Guardians of the Galaxy fine. 3, 4. The Deadpool movie will probably be fine. Hard pass on that. Well, you don't like them anyway. No. no. Scott, what do you like? You're not oh, talking I, enough. I, I, I like You're that. over there drinking your shandies, your 4.5% alcohol shandies. But he's just happy to be a fucking out of the house. Are you, are exactly. you happy? Are you, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Everybody's having a good time here. Join, join our Saturday night. That's what we do. I, I'm... You know, all right. So where are you we? Don't, you don't like Deadpool. I do not no, like Deadpool. I don't like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I find I've him annoying. Fucking, you know what pulled me I over on Ryan Reynolds? The first one was Reynolds. okay. The second one I just thought was hilarious. Yeah, I, just, I loved I just, it. I loved it. <clears throat> what sold me on Ryan Reynolds was a movie called Safe Men. Um, it's that, a gay porn. <sighs> Jesus Christ! It wasn't a gay porn. He it was a he played a really really weird did character get, in that. Did he get movie. shirtless in that movie? I don't think so. This was very early. This was like, you know, two guys, a girl, and a pizza, pizza place, place yeah. time. And uh, the movie star was Stanley Tucci. And Stanley Tucci's dating Robert uh, Ryan Reynolds' mom in the movie. I don't remember a whole lot about it because it's been years since I actually sat down and watched it. But in the end, like, I believe Tucci ends up shooting Ryan Reynolds because he finds out that he was robbing this safe so it's 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 a whole thing and i don't remember it enough i hate to even bring it up but it that's kind of where i really got sold on him i i didn't hate the show i didn't hate two guys a girl in a pizza place i didn't hate it It i keep saying that people thinking like two girls in a cup or something you remember i I like that show i used to watch that show yeah it i mean it was was kind of a the two broke girls type show right but. a little bit like that um it was simple concept it was made it was kind of supposed to be like a threes company type thing but it never really went too far in that direction right and it uh the chick went on to do monk yes um and then ryan reynolds Close. went on to be one of the biggest stars in the world the other dude, I don't even fucking remember yeah. who it was. <laughs> it's like Brian, what's his name from American Idol? You know, I, I don't even remember what the fuck his name was. What's his name, Jimmy? You were an American Idol fan. I, I need a drink. Can you bring me a vodka? Good Lord, man. 
I can't remember his name, but the one I, that remember Brian Dinkelman or Dunkelman. Dinkleberry. I don't know. That Do you remember like no. the very first season of American Idol? Didn't watch it. There was two hosts. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no. no. Yes, there I'm, was I'm two not, fucking wait, no, hosts. No, 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 no. I'm not letting you. What? Get by that easy. What? Did you just admit that you watched American Idol the first season? Just I just, watched. Just no, 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 no. It's it's a yes or no answer. I watched the first couple episodes. Okay. All right. Because everybody was talking about it, dude. It Thank was kind of like wow, the biggest sir. thing. What is that? It's a cranberry and vodka. You want oh, one? you motherfucker. You want one? I'm not having your wife get me a cranberry and vodka. She will. That's not going to happen. Um, anyway, yeah, I watched, the first, I watched a little bit of the first season. I didn't watch all of it. I watched a little bit of it. Anyway, um, there was two hosts. There was... The 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 one guy, uh, the big name guy, who's what's his Simon name? Simon Cow. No, not Simon Cow. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't watch him. The Idol. the guy who owns everything now. My testicles dropped. He does radio. He he does the New Year's Rock and Eve now. Uh, he does like fucking everything. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. That's it. Ryan Seacrest. And there was another guy. His name was like Brian Dunkelman or some bullshit. Oh, like you're that. not talking about the judges. You're talking about the. I'm talking the about the hosts. hosts the okay. two hosts. And Dunkelman ended up fucking quitting the show. You know, Ryan Sequest went on to be like... Sequest. Sequest, whatever the fuck his name is, went on to become God, like he owns half of everything. Yeah. And Brian Dunkelman is like a fucking trivia question at this point. Or Dinkelman, or whatever the hell his name was. So anyway... What the fuck are we talking about anymore? I'm drinking from my Baratheon. Yeah, so Pete and the... Two guys and a girl franchise was Less. back. back yeah, back. so getting he back to it, I don't understand why they chose that music for them to drive <laughs> in the car with. <laughs> <laughs> because that album was, had just come out. The guys knew the director probably, and he was there helping promote it. Oh, Christ. That's funny. No, it's, it's okay. No. Would you mind please getting no? A do not. Vodka, do not. I am fine with my water. No, Thank he you. Want, he would like it. He said he I saw do not. The bitch when you saw it, he really wants I, a I do wine. not. I'm fine. It's a brand new bottle of vodka. Raspberry vodka. We got raspberry. It's really good. See, you don't want to waste that on me. Yes, we waste do. that on your good guests, the ones that you like. I'm just the guy who comes. Why here do and, you have to be a self-loathing guy like that? Come on, you're better than that. You're better than that. I'm better than what? Stop that, dude! You're a good person. <laughs> you're do the movie. No, you're no, no, no. You're a good person. Why do you do that to yourself? <laughs> he's you he's always, three beers in, and now he's doing a cranberry and vodka, and suddenly I'm a nice guy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm two beers in. Thank you very much. I'm two beers in. Now let me let me hey, enjoy I'm, it. I'm two beers in. Real beers. Scott's over here drinking lemonade. Um, Yes, he's drinking lemonade. I, I'm just letting you know, why do you do that to yourself? You're a very good person. You're one of the best people I know, and that's why I tolerate you in my house. I'm dead Thank serious. You. you have this self-loathingness to you, but you have one of the biggest hearts that I know. I'm Dude, being I dead serious. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why we're even I, talking about this. I know you're embarrassed to talk about this, but I, I'm being, just being honest. You have one of the biggest hearts that I know. I just, I'm letting you know, stop being so damn self-loathing. It's unbecoming of you. You're better than that. Okay. Right. Well, thank you for that, Jimmy. 
cut it out of the show. No, it's staying in there along with the con- listen. It's staying in there. If you learn how to edit shows, it's good, isn't it? And that's yeah, it's fucking fantastic. I love cranberry and vodka. It's I don't drink it that often. Scott's like, I want to do the crow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to kiss. You, you guys then. will clear up your UTIs with that in no time. Dude, it, 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 cranberry is fantastic for the UTIs. Do you get the cranberry like juice cocktail type shit, or do you just get cranberry juice? Because I've been trying to find just cranberry juice because cranberry juice cocktail has got like tons of sugar right. in it. You can't. We go with the Ocean Breeze five calorie cranberry juice. Okay, so that's see that's I've been wanting. To seriously start drinking cranberries and vodkas again. That's what I because I used to drink them and yeah. I enjoy them. They're that's, good. That's what Mickey and I drink on the weekends. Because after we put the kids in get, bed, we need to medicate ourselves. I don't drink very much, but every once in a while, you know. And the truth is, is you get tired of drinking Southern Comfort all the fucking time. And I also drink those uh, those orange soda things, the hard soda or whatever. So it's called. sorority girls, but anyway, yeah, it's, let's, it's, uh, it's hard it's, seltzer. It's pussy drinks. How like, do you know that? White Claw. What? Come on, you got both of you guys. Because everybody's Sorority been tweeting girls. about it. I got Lately, too many other things to do with tweeting. I don't know. Right? I don't tweet. I'm not retweeting the SJW you tweet, but I, you know. How often do I tweet? No, I not, think like 15 tweets in the last six months. I was months. looking at Scott when I said I wasn't in Oh, I thought you meant me. No, no, sorry. I was looking at Scott because Scott's got that SJW edge to him. He does. You got a little bit of edge to you. Your little I addresses. don't. I don't know. I can't tell. I guess Scott, I don't know you well Scott enough personally. Is like Houdini. All right, you need to look into his eyes and really, you know, investigate. Fuck, I'm getting drunk. I don't. <laughs> I know. So uh, can we J- do this? Jimmy and I can had a fun experience because he tweeted something and I replied to him. Oh, f- and my reply got 2,400 likes and so, 300 retweets. So this pet, no, no, this pet. Let me let's. So our phone was like, our since, phones were blowing up. Yeah, all since 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 you know, I'm I'm brother Grim here. Um, this is what happened. So Scott's watching tennis. I'm not going to judge him for that. Wimbledon. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch that's that sport. Fucking worst week <laughs> of the year was when HBO used to play Wimbledon. Oh, I used to love that. And and it was the it was right after we got out of school. So you want to sit down yes. and watch a fucking movie. Two weeks leading up to 4th of July. And all you'd have is stupid Wimbledon all day long on Wimble- HBO. Wimbledon sucks. Fuck it's, you, it's dude. Like, it's like the man I was watching wrestling. Wimbledon. I was watching watch wrestling. And that was always preempted by the dog shows. Mm-hmm. Paul's had enough. But only, uh, <laughs> but only uh, what? Two weeks a year or one week a year? I told you I like that. It's good. Dude, it goes down easy. Yeah. Not as easy as his lemonades he's drinking because he's nursing that Sigma Kappa. All right. Okay. So can we do <laughs> this you're, movie? You're here? the one who told me about these. Are we even I did. reviewing movies uh, anymore? Yeah, we are. Did we, did we start a new podcast? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Three <We're> assholes <laughs> in a den? <laughs> It's not a den, it's an office, okay? Okay, in I'm most houses it would be a den. Pretentious enough to call it a den. It's an pretentious. office. <laughs> would you call it an office? I'm not pretentious <laughs> enough to call it a den. If it, if it it's did, an office. If it didn't have the Transformer poster up, it would be a den. <laughs> You're right. See, Scott's got it right. Yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> if, if I didn't have the Transformers uh, poster up, 
Oh, it would the, be the shelf uh, full of Groots Jesus. up there. Yeah, you like that? Looking at my my uh, my shelf full of uh, trinkets, uh, pictures. I got the governor from Walking Dead up there. I've got a Pez dispenser from Captain America. I got the Declaration of Independence, which uh, I can't find the words. Uh, give us your poor, downtrodden shit in there anywhere, or the Constitution. Where is that shit? I can't it's find it. It's on that big green statue in New York. It's some yeah. fucking French fruit gave us, right? Yeah. Exactly. That's the only place you see it. That's right. But that's that's <laughs> not what, in the Declaration. That's everything that that Mer- that America stands for, apparently. Yeah, not the Declaration of Independence. Come on in. Constitution don't, or don't, all the fucking laws that we have on the books. The only thing that matters is problems. some stupid fucking statue that we got from France, <laughs> you know, 150 years ago. Who gives a flying fuck about everything else? Can we do this fucking movie now? I thought now? you were a libertarian guy. I mean, you're what? Whoa, whoa, what whoa. happened to uh, don't hurt people and don't think don't take their shit? Does that only apply to American citizens? Yeah, you libertarian doesn't apply to everybody. Uh, I don't. I don't believe in uh, you know countries without fucking borders. Why is it so? Why is it? Let me ask I'm, you. If if I lived in France and I was a libertarian. In France, then I would feel that fucking France should take care of their fucking people and that everybody should take care of themselves and not, you know, uh, uh, fuck with other people just like I do here. But I don't live in France, so fuck France. I don't care what happens there. Why is it? And I'm not going to pay their fucking health care, too. So you, fuck that. Have you guys seen this new show? Uh, years Why are we years? talking about this, dude? I just Scott wanted to review Scott brought the it pro. Up. Scott brought it up. He talked about the Transformers post from a wall. Then reference that over there, and there was something up there that referenced this. Fuck that. Hey, you know, I you believe... Guys, you guys seen this new show, Years and Years? No. I don't, uh, nobody I sees these to, things. Nobody listen, watches this We don't this have SJW the free time that you have this shit, okay? Fucking Goddamn. fruit down there in Annapolis and stuff. Fruity. Writing letters, the editor and stuff. The fuck, man. Paul and I got shit to do up You know what? Right. The only thing fruitier than you is fucking Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Actually, it's this cranberry vodka. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and Paul down in like a minute. <laughs> like a fucking, a fucking shooter. Yeah, man. Mickey makes her strength strong. Wait till I text her. Bring say, say that a couple times fast. I can't. I can't say shit. I don't even know where we're at. We're we're still sitting in the car listening to fucking Stone <laughs> Temple Pilots. Apparently, we haven't Big gotten empty. past that yet. We're not gonna get past it until next week with the Crow Part Two. Yeah, we're an hour and a half into the show, and we've barely even touched it. Of course, that's the hallmark one I chose. Different thing this, hour and a half. We have another hour and a half to go of recorded content. Anyway, I hope you enjoy that. Very eclectic show. Uh, <clears throat> in the meantime, uh, we have announced our schedule for the next uh, couple months now. Uh, next, uh, so next week, for the next show we're doing is going to be Demolition Man with Brian Griffiths from RedMaryland.com. And of course, Scott will be in the studio for that. Then we um, mark your calendars on this one. Our first live show that we're going to broadcast either on Facebook Live or YouTube, not sure yet, but that is going to be September 13th. That is Friday the 13th. We are going to be watching the original Friday the 13th. The original one, I don't even know if there's a remake, but we're going to be watching the original one uh, live in the studio. I think we're going to do that around 8 o'clock on that Friday, so uh, make sure to mark your calendars. Most of you won't. And after that, we're doing uh, Rambo First Blood. Followed by, believe it or not, the one-year anniversary show of JB's Driving Podcast. It's been one year in October for us to do uh, 
do this show. And, and, and the library growing is, is pretty, pretty impressive. In the meantime, you know where to find us on all the social media. Just look for JB's Driving Podcast. We're getting up there in the Google ranks, so I don't need to tell you where to find us. In the meantime, uh, have a fabulous weekend here. I know that it's a little bit late because of the amount of editing that I had to do, but have a, a fabulous weekend, and I will see you next week with The Crow Part 2. Hey, yo, pack my bags, because I'm out of here. Mama don't love me, and my mama don't care. Read the papers, the headlines say, washed up rapper got some. Lingo's busted while the guitar sways. B-side copy for the radio plays for something. I knew I blew the whole fandango when the drum programmer wore a kanga. Never could be like great fish won't bite bait. Realize that I'm over like clover. No good lucking, so Mace beat the fucking beat. While the teenage fans are heat, I bring it to the clues. Paid all my dues, so what's going dead? Let me use my forehead. Easy pack it up, man. Let me stop stalling, cause everything I do is like falling.